today on the Tearsheet Podcast. This pandemic has made, I think, what was obvious before a lot more obvious, which is that today's legacy banks don't want to serve small businesses and entrepreneurs. And because they don't want to, they create processes that are punishing for entrepreneurs. Um, so when the pandemic hit, one of the first things we did was we said, you know what? We have a capital product whose job is to fund entrepreneurship and we put 200 million more dollars into the market to fund those uh, fundings at a time where every bank was withdrawing from that market. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Shuman Bhattacharya. Today we have with us Kaz Najatian, who is Vice President and General Manager of Shopify Financial Solutions. Shopify's platform helps more than a million merchants sell more efficiently through a comprehensive suite of services. Shopify, a 14-year-old company based in Ottawa, Canada, more recently has been rolling out financial products to help its seller community. Shopify rolled out physical point-of-sale technology in 2013, as well as Shopify Capital, which are lending products for its seller community, in 2016. The company has made two major financial product announcements this year, including Shopify Balance, which is a checking account and debit card, as well as a buy now, pay later option for consumers. Before we hop into our show, I wanted to tell you about Tearsheet's upcoming Challengers Conference, a first-of-its-kind event. This two-day online conference is everything about digital banking. We'll have senior executives from top challenger banks like N26, Revolut, Oak North, and Betterment, as well as new entrants to the digital banking market like Intuit and Credit Sesame. It's all happening September 22nd and 24th. Go to Tearsheet.co and click on Conferences at the top to learn more and register. Thanks for being on our podcast, Kaz. Thanks for having me. You have an illustrious background as a lawyer, entrepreneur, and policy wonk. Tell us about your journey to Shopify. You know, as I think of it, I've spent most of my life in this weird intersection of money and computers. Um, I grew up watching my mom manage her store. And when I was a teenager, I was the kid that got, that was responsible for making sure her books balanced at the end of the day. So I would leave school and go to the store and look at a credit card terminal. And I became obsessed with this thing. Uh, so I have to admit, I broke my first rule and hacked my first credit card terminal when I was a teenager. So I became obsessed with how you help, like, you know, how merchants use you know, grow their businesses. So I spent most of my career in that space. I was a payment lawyer. I had a payment startup. And then I was at Facebook working on payments and billing. The thing that really drew me to Shopify was the fact that Shopify helps merchants like my mom. In fact, my mom is a Shopify merchant and has been for a while. So about a year ago, um, I decided to join the company to help, you know, create the next million entrepreneurs around the world. And I have to tell you, it's been for, for a kid that grew up in a corner store uh, watching his mom sell things. It's been very rewarding. Uh, that's very interesting. The intersection of retail, uh, small merchant retail and financial services. And it sounds like your background, uh, being always interested in e-commerce and payments was a great fit. So as general manager at Shopify Financial Solutions, what are your main responsibilities? Yeah, so our team um, takes care of any time a merchant needs or touches something that touches money, 
that's what our team takes care of for over a million merchants around the world. Um, and the team works both on product and partnerships and commercial and operations across the board for all of our merchants. You know, when you think of it, a few decades ago, when you want to go open up a small business, you'd go to your corner bank and there would be a guy with a small green visor that would help you. Those people no longer exist. So we think on Shopify money that that's our job. We're the new guy with a green visor whose job it is to help merchants make smart decisions with their money. In terms of Shopify's financial product strategy, uh, what's your overall vision and how does the pandemic affect that? Yeah, it's super interesting. Look, I think if you, um, if you look at financial services offered um, in the world today, the largest companies in the world are fine, right? Like if I at Shopify need something, there's a dozen banks who are willing to offer it to me. Uh, but small businesses are not fine. And I think the pandemic has made that super obvious. When the pandemic hit, lots of our merchants told us they called their bank to get help. And what they got was hold music. And what they were told was, you know, to fill out lots of forms. And they add, and that these banks added stress rather than reduce stress for their lives. So this pandemic has made, I think, what was obvious before a lot more obvious, which is that today's legacy banks don't want to serve small businesses and entrepreneurs. And because they don't want to, they create processes that are punishing for entrepreneurs. Um, so when the pandemic hit, one of the first things we did was we said, you know what? We have a capital product whose job is to fund entrepreneurship and we put 200 million more dollars into the market to fund those uh, fundings at a time where every bank was withdrawn from that market. So I think it's noteworthy that Shopify with its vast seller community knows a lot about the transactions and the habits and the interests of its uh, client base. So central to that, I think, is uh, how you use data. So how, uh, how do you um, make use of data and intelligence to reach your customer base? Yeah, if you think of Shopify, Shopify is where merchants come to work, right? Our entrepreneurs come to work every day inside the Shopify admin. They receive their sales from the Shopify website. They run their stores with the Shopify point of sale. They do their marketing through our uh, admin. So they, this is where the, all of their information lives. And because we have all this information, we can make really smart decisions. So if you go to a traditional bank and ask for a loan, the bank will get you to fill out a bunch of forms and give a bunch of information. And we don't need to do that because we already have all that information. And we don't need to rely on outdated legacy systems to make decisions, right? Banks make decisions based on personal credit scores and personal guarantees. We don't need to do that. We look at literally thousands upon thousands of factors to have software make decisions where people used to make those decisions. Uh, and this has allowed us to move much faster, fund more merchants, help more merchants without actually needing a lengthy application process. And without needing to think through lots of like having people make decisions. And frankly, this is part of the reason why we're able to fund more of our merchants and help more of our merchants succeed. 
uh, at a time when no traditional financial institution would. I think it's the underlying platform of data that allows us to do this. In the realm of payments and e-commerce, you recently rolled out a shopping app called Shop, and then it's underlied by uh, Shop Pay payment vehicle. So how does Shop Pay connect to the Shop app? And how does the Shop Pay compare to Amazon's one-click checkout? Yeah, look, Shop Pay is the single best payment method on the internet. It's the fastest converting and most reliable payment method on the internet, which is why our merchants love it. We recently released some data showing that Shop Pay converts 190% better on mobile than alternatives. Um, and this is like a shocking number when you think of it, right? Imagine a world when in a physical retail store, half the customers got to a cashier and just left. Just like dropped everything and just walked out of the store. That's what happens with most payment methods on the internet. Shop Pay is designed to fight that, which is why our merchants love Shop Pay. And it's like, you know, it's faster and better converting than any other payment method on the internet. Um, and the reason why Shop Pay and Shop work, work so well together is because Shop Pay converts customers for merchants and shop allows merchants to connect with these customers uh, again and again, so that they can have their own branding and their own communication with these merchants. So we think of shop and shop pay as two sides of the same coin, right? Shop pay is designed that you don't lose your merchants at checkout and shop is designed to make sure you can continue communicating with them and continue having your own brand be front and center. There's a plethora of payment vehicles that rely on card on file um, online and um, you know, in online e-commerce platforms. And I'm curious as to why you think uh, shop pay is so compelling a proposition in retaining the consumer. So I think it's a bunch of things. Um, one is that if you look at even like the most advanced payment methods, like if you think of like, you know, all the other wallets in the world, they only solve the pain problem. That's not what ShopPay does, right? ShopPay takes a traditional checkout field, which is anywhere from like, you know, 16 to 22 pieces of information, your name, your address, your phone number, your, like your personal preferences, a number of things, and reduces all of that to one click across across thousands upon thousands of merchants. Uh, so it's not, ShopPay is not an alternative to payment. It's an alternative to checkout. And that's why it's such a big deal. So many merchants love it. And if you look at, you know, we just announced Shop. Like we literally just announced Shop, you know, a couple months ago. And it's already the number three shopping app in the app store. And it's used by 16 million shoppers already on a month-to-month -month basis. And that's just like not a small, small growth, right? It's because cu customers look at shop pay as the main way to avoid the pain of having to enter lots of information um, on a checkout field. So we don't think of it as a wallet. We think of it as a complete checkout. Are you thinking about taking shop pay outside of the Shopify ecosystem? So no, I don't 
spend a lot of time thinking about that. To be transparent, we spend all of our time thinking about how we can help our merchants succeed. Um, and this is why like we've been so focused on ShopPay. Uh, we have recently announced some like additions to ShopPay that make ShopPay better on Shopify. So for example, we announced that we now have 100% emission offsets for every order using ShopPay. Uh, and that's no charge to the users or the merchant. That's just Shopify paying for it. Uh, I think we've protected something like the equivalent of 11 million trees already. Uh, and that's, you know, that's like a significant big deal for Shopify merchants. So no, I, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about outside of Shopify. Um, we're spending all of our time thinking of how we can help our Shopify merchants. So moving into banking and Shopify balance, which uh, you've not yet launched, uh, tell me a little bit about why you think that Shopify sellers need a Shopify branded bank account and the tools and benefits that go along with that. Uh, does this put Shopify in the challenger bank category? Yeah, I, I have to admit, I don't like, we really don't think of the product as a banking product. In fact, the initial um, note that we wrote internally was called better than bank. Cause like, look, if all we do here is build another bank, that's just like a failure mode. Um, look, the reason we're working on this is because Shopify, we try to answer the following question with all of our products. How can we make it easier to start, grow and run a business? And it just so happens that when it comes to legacy banks, our entrepreneurs are suffering, right? Legacy banks suck when it comes for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Our merchants don't get the services they need. They get put on hold. They, got, they, they are given lots of forms and are just put in the back of the queue every time it comes when they have to deal with their legacy bank. And this harms their ability to focus on their business. This is why we, we're getting into balance. This is why we got into shipping, because shipping was a pain for our merchants. This is why we got into fulfillment, because fulfillment was a pain for our merchants. Marketing. Like we don't think of these things as independent things, right? I don't think of shipping as being something different than balance. We think of this as our subset of problems that make our merchants less likely to succeed, that create pains for our merchants, that make large companies better off than small companies. And it's our job to make small companies win when it comes to um, the, the marketplace. So we spend our time focusing on these problems broadly. So really it's about completing the circle for all of the merchants needs that are on the Shopify platform and financial products just add to that. Um, when you're thinking about buy now, pay later, do you think that this is something that is a table stakes offering for e-commerce platforms now. What are your thoughts on, on the strategy behind the buy now, pay later platform on Shopify? Yeah, so I, I think of this as a growing part of our ecosystem that is important to our merchants. So what our merchants have told, told us and what we've seen in the data is that payment choice and flexibility is helpful for conversion and for buyer acquisition. Uh, and our goal here is to do to this space what we've done to payments with Shopify Payments and Shopify, right? 
it's not like payments didn't exist on the internet before Shopify payments. It's just that it was painful for our merchants and painful for buyers. So we just simplified the entire process by making it native. And honestly, when it comes to the, the existing buy now, pay later solutions, we just think the experience is not great on mobile. We think they're having to enter a whole bunch of fields in an offsite process is just not great. Uh, and our goal is to make that native for our merchants. And by the way, there are like millions of users who already use shop pay every time they pay for something. And our shop pay installment product will be native to shop pay. So they'll be able to use it without giving us any other information. Since you started, um, a lot of big tech platforms are getting into financial services, um, you know, Amazon, Facebook, et cetera. How do you feel? Financial services. Yeah. So look, I actually am excited about our merchants having more choice. I'm for lots of people offering financial solutions to merchants because I think they're incredibly underserved. Um, and this is an incredibly difficult time to be an entrepreneur, right? The, the retail world is changing every single day and the old systems aren't working. So I'm actually for lots of new systems existing. But the way I think of it is this. Successful entrepreneurs today need to find their customers through multiple different channels, right? Um, just selling in one place doesn't tend to work as well anymore. And that's why we help our merchants sell on lots of these other marketplaces. We have partnerships with Facebook, Pinterest, eBay, and lots of other channels. So I think anything that reduces the barrier for partnership for entrepreneurship is great. It's good for commerce. Uh, we think our products, our financial services products that are native to Shopify are ones that our merchants prefer. We've seen that over and over again. We have, you know, we have thousands of partnerships in the, in the payments world today, but our merchants overwhelmingly choose Shopify payments because it just works so well inside Shopify. So I think this overall is a net good thing for our merchants and I'm glad to see it. Any thoughts on what's next for Shopify Financial Services, um, your forward vision uh, as you evolve uh, the capabilities? Yeah, look, I, I think we're on a mission to uh, democratize commerce, right? And make entrepreneurship easier for everyone. Uh, we spend all of our time thinking about the next person that single mom in Florida who wants to start a business or that college kid who wants to start the next Gymshark. That's what we spend our time thinking, thinking how can we help them? And you can expect, you know, I'll be very like, we, we are very public with our roadmap. We say wherever there's a pain, wherever that person who's starting a business today will hit a roadblock, our goal is to help remove that roadblock. It just so happens that lots of those roadblocks today have the shape of a big legacy bank. So we try to remove those one at a time. Uh, and I think what you've seen from us is a commitment to not really care that much about 
you know, the day-to-day -day flows of the market, but spend, be focused on our merchants to not spend time hiding things illegally or like make things complicated, but to make things simple to understand for uh, our merchants as uh, they build their businesses. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me.